So good evening, Alpam viewers. I'm Virginia, your host tonight, and we have a special guest with us, Mr. Jim Key, who is a prominent figure in the community service and a candidate for the esteemed position of State Auditor of North Carolina. And Mr. Key is here to discuss his vision for North Carolina. So welcome, Mr. Jim Key. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, let's hop right on into our questions, shall we, sir? Okay. Okay. Jim, your dedication to Greensboro spans over three decades. How has your extensive experience as a resident influenced your commitment to public service? And can you highlight some of the achievements you are particularly proud of during your tenure on the city council, please? Okay. Um, as a resident, I saw the need for housing in Greensboro. And uh, that's one of the things that I wanted to address as a city councilman. But my, um, my interest in public service started when I was a youth growing up on my grandfather's farm in, in Northampton County, in Northeast Greensboro, excuse me, Northeast uh, Northampton County. Um, my grandfather was a farmer and a builder and um, he interacted with the community on a large basis, employing people to work on the farm and also for construction purposes. So that's kind of how I, I watched him uh, over the years and his brothers. And that's how I got in, interested in helping the community. And some of the projects that um, that I did when I was on council was um, in my district, District 2, we redeveloped a shopping center that was dilapidated for uh, about 17 years. And so right now there's a brand new shopping center. It's not brand new, it's probably about five, six years old. Uh, but it's a very state-of-the-art uh, shopping center with a, with a green library in it in, in my district, my old district. I also um, was the main vote to approve a uh, the Greensboro Aquatic Center, which was, uh, that was probably back in 2010, 2009, 2010. And we built that facility for $17 million and it has a return on investment of over $254 million. So I'm very proud of that. Um, we kept the landfill closed in my district. Residents don't wanna be around the landfill. So we, were, we assisted them in keeping it closed. Um, we built a bridge that cost $10 million when I was on city council and it connected um, two, two main roads. There was an artery in Greensboro that was, that was clogged. We, we call it, uh, it was, you couldn't get to one side of town unless you went all the way around about 10 minutes extra. So we built a $10 million bridge and, and now uh, the residents can easily access Walmart and, and, and those facilities, um, Lowe's Home Improvement, that shopping center. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? Oh, <laughs> very important. As a city councilman, uh, me and four other Republicans were the, are the only elected officials in the history of Greensboro and Gifford County that ever lowered the water bill and the tax rate. So I'm very proud of that. And I, I think that's probably about 
about the buckle of the things that I did on council. All right. Thank you, sir. So as a candidate for state auditor, you've gone ahead and you've outlined critical issues such as financial integrity and compliance with laws. Can you shed light on your strategies to address these challenges and provide specifics on how you plan to ensure transparency and accountability in the state's financial management? Yes, uh, it's pretty simple. As a, as a state auditor, I will audit all the, the state and local governmental agencies to ensure their financial and viability and integrity and to ensure their compliance with North Carolina law and regulations. Um, I'll also provide technical assistance to all these agencies that uh, want to improve their financial management and operational management. And uh, thirdly, I guess my last goal would be to um, interact with those agencies that, um, how do I put this in a nice way? Agencies that willfully com commit uh, fraud and, and break the law will hold them accountable to the highest extent of the law. So that, that's, those are the three goals that I have as, as a state auditor. Okay, thank you, sir. So agriculture is a key focus in your platform. Can you elaborate on your vision for the agriculture sector in North Carolina, especially concerning the creation of more farmers and urban farms and the emphasis on educational research? Yes, we um, we learned the hard way during the pandemic that um, you can quickly enter into a food shortage. Uh, we had uh, problems with supplies and transportation costs were very high. And there, there are people that uh, experienced some food insecurity. So my plan, I would like to see every city and town and county in North Carolina um, create an urban farm or several urban farms, uh, greenhouse farming, new technology, um, so that uh, the citizens can easily access food and there's food to be at accessed. So we need to grow our foods in our in our local communities and uh, that will alleviate a lot of the food insecurity in North Carolina. So educational development is a central theme in your agenda. How do you intend to promote entrepreneurship, secure venture capital for small businesses and tackle the pressing issue of affordable housing for specific groups like seniors, veterans, teachers, first responders, state employees, and police? Okay, good question. There is a line item in the state budget where we spend $1.5 billion annually on this one particular line item. We can um, shift $500 million annually from this budget that will increase jobs and it will also help decrease the labor shortage that we're experiencing. We can use this $500 million to uh, help build affordable housing, um, to help small businesses that are struggling, all kinds of things that you can do with $500 million. Uh, so uh, that's one of the things that I would talk to the General Assembly and, and my colleagues about. Okay, so let's move on to education. 
because that's a crucial for our community growth. So how do you plan to ensure a positive return on investment for students, um, how to in increase teacher pay and address security concerns in schools to foster a conductive learning environment? Well, again, we can use part of this $500 million to increase uh, teacher pay and increase security. I think there needs to be a security in all the schools throughout North Carolina. Um, we can certainly uh, help people to, I kind of lost my train of thought. Tell, tell me the question one more time. That's okay. So we wanted to find out how you can ensure oh, investment. 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 Yeah. Yeah. This, this mainly involves college students in North Carolina. Uh, I would like to have the General Assembly implement a plan, a program, whereby students will receive uh, an investment on their, a, a percentage of their investment for college. Let's say you invest uh, $100,000 annually to go to college, depends on what college it is. And that's over a four year period. That's $400,000 for four years. Why not take 10% of that and put it in a, an account uh, a combined account with all the students at a particular school. And once they graduate, why not give them a 10% return on their investment? Every Everybody likes to have a return on their investment. And that's, uh, we, we believe more on, in, in return on investment rather than uh, loan forgiveness. So this is a way to counteract that. Okay. Touching on the issue of public safety now, that's a priority for many, many voters. So how do you propose increasing security in neighborhoods? And how does your stance on pro-life, pro-business, and protecting the Second Amendment factor into your overall approach to public safety? Okay. When I was a city councilman in District 2, we decreased crime um, by 9%. And that was working directly with the local Enforcement, law enforcement officers, the police officers for Greensboro, and uh, working directly with the captains of this particular area, we implemented uh, neighborhood policing, where the police would get out and interact with neighbors in the community, so that the neighbors knew the um, police officers, the police officers knew the neighbors, and so that in itself um, takes the temperature down a lot. I would certainly increase funding to police officers. Uh, they do a tremendous job protecting communities uh, so we can have podcasts without fear. We can go to the grocery stores and that kind of thing. So we need to have more police presence in my, in my view and throughout uh, the counties and cities in, in North Carolina. And I would certainly uh, be willing to help increase the funding for that. Okay. As, being, as far as being pro-life, uh, mm -hmm. I am pro-life. I'm pro-life from the, from the womb to the grave. And um, we have a labor shortage. So we need more people in the United States to, to work their various jobs and, and get into the various industries that we have. So that certainly would, would aid that. Um, Pro-law enforcement. Um, I'm pro-citizen. Um, I support programs that uh, help citizens um, with their businesses, with their bringing to, get, bringing to the market their new technologies, those kind of things. Okay. Um, so at, as a businessman and a community developer, 
your impact on Greensboro has been substantial. Can you share specific examples of your contributions during city council uh, during that term and how your collaboration with various businesses and commissions shaped the city's positive outcomes? Okay. Um, again, the Aquatic Center was was a, was a the first vote that I ever took on city council, and that was to determine whether we're going to spend seventeen million dollars to build an aquatic center. And it um, it was a, during the time when when construction costs were down, so we got it at a good rate. And now we have a state of the art aquatic center that people from all over the world actually come to Greensboro to swim. Um, those are the kind of programs that that I would support statewide. Um, I helped to, to re, redevelop the shopping center again. We had we provided funding for that. Those those kind of projects is in the heart of the heart of District Two, and it was closed for about 17 years. And so we we brought jobs here and brought services here for the community. And, and those are the things that I would look to do across the state of North Carolina. And by the way. As an auditor, you really don't get a chance to do these kind of things. Initially, I was running for lieutenant governor. Okay. And um, so I met with, you know, I announced my candidates for lieutenant governor in February. And two months later, I met with several uh, counties, three different counties, actually. And uh, we talked about lieutenant governor for about five minutes. And then their attention shifted to state auditor. And I never really considered state auditor, but they saw that I have federal auditing experience. Uh, um, I was a federal auditor with the U.S. Treasury Department. So um, they asked me to consider running for state auditor. And so me being a team player, um, this is this is where I am. I'm a candidate for state auditor. And by the way, I'm the only candidate um, on the Republican side or the, the even the new Democrat uh, Democrat state auditor that was appointed by Governor Cooper a couple of weeks ago. None of them have any auditing experience, zero auditing experience, and they're uh, running for state auditor. So I don't know, that didn't, didn't click for me, but you, I, to be an auditor, you have to have experience. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Appreciate that. Um, so your, your board memberships include One Step Further and the Next Generation Academy. Um, how have those experiences influenced your perspective and how do you plan to leverage your current and past board affiliations to benefit North Carolina if you are elected as state auditor? Okay. Uh, one step further is a nonprofit here in Greensboro that uh, works with at-risk youth, youth that, are, uh, that have gotten in trouble and they are looking at possible jail time. We step in and we assist them uh, by giving them counseling, by helping them find jobs and helping them just get on the right track. Um, so and the the other uh, the school that I'm affiliated with is actually Summit Creek um, Academy, uh, and they prepare underserved youth to uh, get a good education so they can grow up, you know, grow up and get good jobs and be productive citizens in North Carolina. And I'll continue to, to reach out to different schools across the North Carolina. Education is, is very important. So I'll assist in, in that area as, as much as I can as state auditor. 
Okay, well, thank you, Mr. Keith, for sharing your insights with us tonight. Alpam viewers, as the election approaches, it is essential to stay informed about our candidates and their visions for our state. I'm Virginia, and this is the Alpam News Network. Tune in, stay engaged, and y'all have a great night.